You're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about the swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle. From two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. G'day guys and welcome back. What we're going to talk about is a sixum that we recently had in Singapore and... Welcome back. Where are we coming from? Oh, um, we've actually been holidaying around the Caribbean. We've been attending a lot of parties. We definitely were on a yacht at some point in time naked. What else can I add to this fanciful, non-existent holiday that we've been on? How many COVID injections you've had to try and fix all those problems? Oh, none many because I'm immune. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so funny. So no, we're going to talk about a sixum, but I, I, before we get started, have we had a sixum? I can't remember now. It's been so long since we've done anything in actual in the country that we live. Have we had a sixum in Singapore? Yeah. No, this is the first one. Yeah, I think it is too, right? No, I don't think it is. It definitely is. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. So we're going to talk about the sixum that we have. We're going to run through some of the leading up to the event. We're going to talk about the actual play. And then we're going to finish off with something that I said to Daryl during play that was quite frankly inappropriate. And so we're going to, we're going to run through that. A total dick move. Yeah, we're going to run through that with you guys that, you know, it doesn't always work out rainbows and lollipops and sometimes you fuck up. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. And I just want to kick this off with the fact that I posted up on Twitter, how do you get ready for an event when maybe you're not feeling your greatest? And that can be anything. That could be you're tired, so you're a bit fatigued. It could be that you've been stressed with work. Your kids have been irritating. I mean, it could be or you're just feeling like a fat cunt. Or you're just feeling like a fat cunt. And I had some really fantastic responses, you know, about ways that people kind of pump themselves up for these events. Well, if you're feeling a fat cunt, you're trying to, you know, slim yourself down. So that's not going to work, is it? No, it's more around the, the, the mental side of it. Of course, I'm, of course I'm joking. It was, a, it was a funny. How do you pump yourself up for heading out to an event? Some of the responses were like, put on some sexy music, wear something lovely. But one of the responses, which I thought was really good, was kind of about the, the pre-work. And it was like, well, kind of anticipate we're going to feel that way. And so we do something before the event, which is exactly what I went and did. So I actually did a spray tan because I'm like, that'll help. Yeah, sorry, who, who, who now did who you, did a spray tan? You put the spray tan on me. So thanks, yep. thanks, babe, for getting no involved because it is a team sport. And these sorts of things where I went and got my toenails painted and did did that to try and help me feel a little bit better. But I tell you what, one of the... Just a little bit pretty. A little bit. What is... I feel pretty. Not no, really. Please don't. That's, uh, that's high pitch. That's, you, don't have the, you don't have the vocal range for I that. I feel that's COVID. A... I feel fat uh, rolls are rolling <laughs> around. Yes. And I've eaten so, too much cheese please, and drink so much wine. La, 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 please la, let's la, get la, on la, because la. this is... It's like death to my ears. So yeah, that's what I did. I tried to make myself feel a little bit better. Got your toes done as well. Got my toes done. Here was one of my concerns though. Or your feet, though. I should say. Yeah, Got my, the plates of meats done. My plates of meat. I was concerned I was going to be the biggest person at the party. And let me clarify, I don't mean the fattest person at the party. I mean the biggest person at the party. Here in Singapore, we have mentioned on a number of occasions that I am taller. My boobs are bigger. My butt is bigger. And most of the women here are very small framed. And as a result of that, generally speaking, I go into a party feeling a little bit like Godzilla. Yeah, but like without the grrrr and the little short front arms. Yeah. Although your arms are 
you know, disproportionately shorter than your legs, but that's just, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But that was a serious concern of mine. And I don't know, confidence wise, Daryl, did you notice any shift in like my mental state going in or anything like that? Like, did you know, did you actively yes, notice that? Absolutely. I think. Tell me about it. I think there were a few points throughout the night, one we'll get to after everything else, where it was obvious that your mental state was not uh, where it should be. I, I did raise an eyebrow when you took your panties off, or not your panties, when you took. Oh, what? <laughs> Off, and someone said something about the color of your jocks. I raised an eyebrow about that because I was like, dude, I like Daryl's jocks. Like, you actually don't like those ones. No, they're those not ones... the ones that you like. Are they not? No, oh, you, well, then... you've told me before that you you hate those and I should not wear them. Oh, okay. And the, the floral uh, ones. The rest of the party agreed then. So, no, okay. They didn't agree. They just pu- pulled the piss out of me because <laughs> I was wearing floral underwear. You know what? Fuck them. I, I, fuck everyone. I felt good in them. I don't really give a shit what anyone else thinks. That's where I'm at. And, you know. The interesting thing about this party is, and actually I just want to give a, a shout out to Singapore who has again had now 14 COVID free days. Congratulations, Singapore. It's fantastic. The people that we were going to see, one of the couples we'd seen before, one of the couples we hadn't. And the other couple we didn't, really didn't know anything about, really hadn't spoken to them. It was just a, hey, you guys seem cool. and I know these guys and you guys know these guys, so let's like get these guys together. Yeah, let's let's smudge some... Smudge some, uh, some bits together. Some bits together. Did you have any reservations going in and meeting a new couple? Like, this is a question we actually got online was... Of course. Okay, so what's your re- reservations? like? I mean, uh, the first the first reservations are around safety, of course, given the COVID, COVID scenario throughout the world and... and uh, of course, how other people might feel about that and whether I'm putting them in danger as well. And look, I have to say, well, right now it's it's an infinite uh, chance of being infected here in, in Singapore because it's an infinite probability, I should say, that it's it's entirely, uh, one might say impossible or very close to impossible, very highly, highly improbable. improbable that you would uh, would catch up COVID here. That's certainly one of the things that comes to mind for, for me. And you know, even prior to the fact that we've gone 14 days without any infections whatsoever in Singapore, prior to that, I would say there has been a less than one in six million chance of actually running into somebody who has COVID here as well. Mm. So, you know, as much as I was concerned about what uh, what the potential for that was, it, it realistically was very low in terms of the chance of that happening. So that, that's one thing I took into mind very quickly, and I think we both did. You know, that was a concern for both of us. Actually, it's been a concern for both of us since we started since we started meeting up with anyone yeah. in in Singapore what at I, all. What I will say is when the, the actual host couple put this forward as a suggestion, and we booked this I think three weeks out, one of the things that they said very quickly was that this, this other couple was very similar mindset to us, which is basically we don't do shit. We're all basically isolating anyway. That's the reality of where we sit right now, which is very different to the rest of the world. So if you're going to judge, judge away. I have no issue with that. We've been very obvious and protected in terms of how we've acted throughout the, the, the whole COVID pandemic and that won't change. We are, we are moving soon and we are moving to a country that the COVID exposure is much higher and that will, again, unfortunately, restrict our play to a much higher level than what we've had here or what potential we've had here in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So in terms of actually meeting a new couple, though, what other reservations do you have about them just gen- I don't want to put words in your mouth so I'm not even going to make some examples but what else did you what else went through your mind well I mean uh, given that I'm not happy with where I sit right now in terms of my my weight I was concerned that again I might be the fattest one in the room and that's got nothing to do whether they're fat or not or, or whether they're you know physically 
what I define as that. It's got nothing to do with that at all. What it's got to do with is me and, and how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, that's certainly a significant aspect of my consideration. Additionally, additionally, just just interacting with other people. Again, you know, I've, we've been out of this for now the better part of a year, in, fa- in fact, mm. in terms of our interaction with people. And, you know, like every skill, it's a practice skill in terms of, you know, yeah, who true. you are, where you're from, all that sort of thing. Right. You know, sounding interesting, keeping conversation flowing. It's all practised. So if I don't have the ability to, you know, offer offer a good conversation, then then that's also a problem. The other thing is we're we're looking to leave soon, you know, literally. So with that in mind, uh, what what is the you know what is the reaction to somebody when you tell them that now? Yeah, I honestly would have. I think it would have been the same reaction that we had to people four years ago when we'd go on a date, and then they'd be like, "Oh yeah, we're leaving in three months." Same sort of situation, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It it it, it is. But coincidentally, it everyone was leaving in less than three months. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. <laughs> all six people at the uh, table were all like, "Yep, we're leaving next month. We're leaving the month after, and we're leaving like two months later." So there you go. One yeah. thing I did want to say that really ties in nicely to your last point, though, which was about being out of practice. Mm-hmm. with meeting new people and that mm-hmm. i'm actually just saying meeting new people i'm not even saying meeting swingers because like we haven't spoken or met anybody new in like a year so i think not only are we out of practice in terms of like being around other lifestylers we're completely out of practice and actually just having conversation with new people i think anyway yes or well, one of the things surrounding that was my my concern in the first i'm gonna say hour that they just were either very very shy or didn't like us I think, it, I mean, let's be fair here, they, they didn't like you because everybody loves me. <laughs> Maybe. I felt like, I don't know, I was just getting a really strange vibe. I was having trouble getting them to engage back and I, I think it was maybe shyness on their part because it was just a bit strange there for about an hour. Yeah, it's and... almost like you should take into account the fact that um, other, everybody else has gone through exactly the same time, you know, away, away from people that you have. Yeah, I would say though... After a little bit of time and a couple of drinks, like they really, they started changing their body language. They started engaging more, opening up a little bit more. Did you find that as well? Yeah, I think that was just, again, you know, new people, Mm. uh, new people meeting. I think the expectation sits when you're you're meeting with people who you know and people who you don't. There's always that concern. I suppose there's a click there that you're going to have to bust through as well. So I understand why the, I understand exactly why it was like that. So you were getting that vibe too? It wasn't just me? um, I don't think I was getting it to the, perhaps to the level that you, it wouldn't have been something that I would have isolated as something obvious. Mm, Okay. Another thing that I did think of was like, oh, my God, are we being those really loud, obnoxious Australians? That's what was going well, through my that's head. that's how – I mean, that, that, that is where we sit, you know. Yeah. We're number two in the like, world scale. True story. In terms of most obnoxious well, country. What I will say is that the the manoeuvre to play in this particular instance was much better than last time. So remember, we spoke about this mm-hmm. couple last time and we said, like, all of a sudden it was a really, really strange transition. Yep. And a lot of people ask us this question, like, how do you guys transition from talking and getting in, getting getting to know each other, having a couple of drinks to play? And we've spoken about the last time where it was just really strange and, and it felt a bit jarring. This time, the transition to play worked really well. What, what am I talking about? Do you remember? Yeah, absolutely. So it was uh, we were I don't know playing a game is the best way to put it. Mm, I'd say I'd say game. I don't even remember what it was that we had to we had to discuss. Do you remember? Nothing. Was it pick a song and get undressed? Uh, no, that's what it was. Yeah, pick, pick <laughs> your, no, it was pick a song that you were, pick a song that you 
Strip to or, oh, or be sexy to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, then every time you did that, you had to take off an article of clothing, basically, which is, you know, puts Kate in a fairly lackluster position given that she was wearing a um, one-piece a one piece. Uh, I was wearing a jumpsuit with nothing jumpsuit underneath it, so one piece of clothing, yeah. which is pretty common. But thankfully, we gave you some compromise and said you could just, you know, to un- undo the halter top and, mm. and bring it down for the first manoeuvre. So you got two. You got two goes. So we're going to start talking about the transition, and then we're going to talk about the play. So this transition, I got to tell you, worked so much better than last time. I think that it just put everybody at a little bit of a frisky, fun kind of mindset definitely so Mm -hmm. the idea behind this game was that you know we had spotify running in the background which by the way actually just a note on that if you're going to do this (laughs) please pay for premium spotify what is it like ten dollars a month this is that that, we had a lot of we had a lot of fun at the expense of of the person who who, yeah the host he's a lovely guy i might add it it was just it was a lot of fun we had a bit every time he changed changed the songs an ad came on so it was a bit of fun to just um, make his life a little miserable although I think I might have gotten a little carried away with my piss takes given how well we know them. Like we know them well-ish but not perhaps to the level I was taking the piss. Yeah. So I actually felt a little bad about that afterward and I almost sent him a message afterward just saying, look, Did dude, you? I know I got a bit carried away. I'm, I'm hoping that it's all okay and, and you know, sorry if it went too far. I don't I don't know that it did but no, I just I felt, felt a little little out out about it afterward. Yeah. So the game was essentially, so there were six of us sitting around in a circle and no one was next to their partner and it was just, which also, by the way, that worked really well. So instantly, I don't know whether you noticed, but instantly as soon as we walked into the area, I sat next to somebody else because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to get ahead of the curb here and I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to allow people to be like, oh, you can sit there and you can sit there next to you as much as I love you, darling. But I was trying to like... Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think it was a... I, I'm glad... Because I was the first person through the door too yeah, and I was like, regularly, regularly you don't do that and... and I, I actually you have really, to be the one to do it. I really prefer that you do. Um, not not that, that that I have to do it. No, normally in a four person situation, you'll sit down beside. You'll sit down on the other side of the chair, which means, or or you put, or I arrive after three people have sat down, and you've already effectively put us in the position where I have to sit beside you. And and I don't have a problem sitting beside you, but it, it really does make that transition harder if you don't have the chance to physically engage with people as well. Yeah. So the the game going around the circle was to yeah pick pick a sexy song that you might might be your like stripper song coming out song, and uh, and then take an article of of clothing off. It was a great idea, and it's something that I may steal and try and. Use in future 100 yeah I, I thought it was a great idea so there were six of us just going around it was and, it on this it was a spontaneous idea as well i don't think there was actually anything behind that i think it was a spontaneous idea too mm. so mad props mad, mad props, props for that absolutely and then it got a little bit hot and heavy outside i'm going to say and and again i would like to remind everybody that actually being nude in your own home inside your four walls is actually illegal so you can imagine six people being nude on a balcony it's not a balcony. Or a veranda or outdoor area. Yeah, it was, it's an unprote- unprotected outdoor area. Like Which, other than the, well, it's got a roof, but no, yeah. nothing around it. Yeah. So uh, I think at one point we were like, yeah, like Let's, we need to we go need into to, the bedroom yeah. at this point, right? Yeah, because otherwise, hey-ho. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Thankfully, we're the, thankfully, the property that we're in has uh, has bounding fences that are, that are quite large and quite overgrown. Oh, yeah. But there is one... Uh, one area that or one neighbour that over overlooks, but 
you know, we were keeping a watch there. There was nobody there. But anyway, it's not worth the risk. Yeah, 100%. So, so then we make our way upstairs and uh, into their bedroom, which I think everybody was, like, pretty eager to get up there, i got to say. Like, by the time this game had been finished playing and then people were, like, fooling around downstairs, I think it was time to move upstairs. Absolutely. And everybody mm-hmm. was pretty excited about that. Now, when we get up there, the first thing that I did was start to get out uh, stuff out of our swinger bag because mm-hmm. I noticed that nobody else has a swinger bag in this scenario too. See, I'm actually going to bring that up to the couple this weekend. Nobody else had a swinger bag. Did you notice that? Yeah, I think that's probably because uh, they weren't anticipating things to go as quickly as or as far as they as they did. Mm. Given it's a essentially mm-hmm. a first date. Yeah, we did play on the first date, and yes, I did take a swinger bag because I was trying to be prepared in case of situations such as these. You took it so you could take the wine and gin. That's the main reason you took it. Oh, yeah, our swingers bag is actually an alcohol transportation device that also has additional pockets for swinger-related items. So yes. that's actually the primary purpose of it, but I just call it a swingers bag. So I started taking everything out and getting ready. And the last time we actually played with these people, I went and got changed into lingerie. And this time I specifically didn't take lingerie because I was like, that's going to be pointless because by the time that I get into it, I have to go get into it and then come back out, everybody's already doing stuff, which is exactly what happened last time. So this time I was smart. I was like, fuck it. I'm not even going to waste time with the lingerie. I'm already naked from being outside naked. So let's do it. So I got stuff out of the swingers bag. You started to play with the new couple straight away, right? Yeah, so let's just keep in mind everybody at this point is sans clothes. So it, well, the game, a, wo- the game worked well. The game worked well, so it was a pretty natural progression. Um, it was actually, it wasn't that I, I mean, it, there was no real choice. It just happened to be that they were the couple that I was closest to. Is that how it happened? Because I was wondering how the pair off actually, happened. Because no, I, I was getting stuff out of the bag. I think you're actually a little confused because the two, uh, the, the there was a two couple change there while you were getting stuff out of the bag. It was it was opposite um, opposite partner. So the the male from one partner, what oh, okay. male from one couple was with the female of the other, and I just joined the one I was closest to while you were getting things out of the bag. So what was happening over there? Like what was going on in your mind? And run me through your review of the evening, and then I'm going to run you through my review. review. Not review. Run me through your Jesus. Run me through what Fucking, happened with you, and then I'm going to run. run maybe through. we should yelp it. I mean, what, where are we at here? Um, and then I also want to know how many times you looked across at what was happening because basically we subdivided straight away. And so I want to know, like, when was we, all this was happening? Like, what was your what happened? We did. Um, that's because you chose to join the other non-couple couple <laughs> that that was closest to you at the time anyway so i mean we, we we were standing up for a while playing the two two guys one girl um scenario and then am i allowed to like constantly interject oh, well then yeah but why would you have your review after this then? no i was just gonna, i was gonna ask you a question <laughs> okay go. do you find it awkward when you're just standing up standing up playing because i know years not and years to ago start. not to start okay carry on so I was playing with with those guys for a while and then we proceeded. I mean, it was a standard sort of the only things you can do while standing up, you know, finger play and things like that and um, mutual, master, mutual s- manual stimulation. Moving from there, we got on to – well, we moved onto the bed and, in fact, that, that whole – that group's kind of split up at that point and everyone sort of got onto the bed, I think, at that point. So I suppose rather than going back through the whole thing again, perhaps you can give your initial start-up phase in terms of what happened on well, your side. Well, okay, I, there was a few times throughout the night, by the way. They have a sizable bed, right? I it's a fucking huge bed. But there was like a few a times throughout the night where I was like, triple king. I feel like you guys are all taking up way too much space and I can't get on the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a moment there where I was like – 
I think he said to me at one point, come over and sit on my face, which I'll get to in a second. And I was like, dude, how? Like, what, I'm gonna, how, how am I going to get on this bed? And then how am I going to enter over the top without literally standing on someone's head or something? I was really worried about that. You're pretty incapable of not standing on somebody's head. <laughs> no, I was worried about injuring somebody because there was bodies everywhere. I love you, but you're a klutz. It's, 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 your, it's your go-to move to fall over and hurt yourself or someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after I unpacked the swingers bag and mm. got out, so I took a small vibrator, I took a bigger vibrator, and I just want to point out too that Daryl was actually wearing his cock ring. So before we left and we were getting ready to leave the, our house, I asked Daryl to put his cock ring on, and so he was wearing that. I don't know that I was asked. Oh, yeah, that's that true. It was slid across the I table just handed and it to you and I was like, put this put on. This on. <laughs> yeah, that's not really asking. No, not really. But that's okay. It's something that generally makes me feel sexy anyway. So, yeah. And, and I was needing that for, the, for that particular Well, okay. Night. So, before I get into my theme, like, did, did you feel sexy? And especially towards the end of the, obviously, when we're playing the game and everybody no, had to strip really. down. Not really. With the co- you didn't feel sexy with the cock no, ring? Not at all. Okay. And then, and then as you took your clothes off, everybody was asking you about the cock ring and to explain the cock ring and mm-hmm. show you the cock ring. So mm-hmm. it became a bit of a show and tell situation as well. So yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I liked that. So, yeah, so I unpacked. I had a small vibrator, a big vibrator. I had a condoms and everything like that. I unpacked it all. I didn't take it off nor put it on in front of anyone because that is not something that anybody needs to see. No, that is not things that people need That's to see. That's not pretty. And, yeah, you're right. When I turned around, it was one lady from one couple and a guy from the other couple, and I started engaging with them, so kissing them both. Now, the lady that was there is bisexual, so I don't know about the other lady. I have no idea. I didn't engage with her. And so the lady I was playing with is super bisexual and very interested immediately in playing with me. I don't know with the Both both were either – well, both may not have been bis- may not have identified as that, but both were certainly engaged with uh, other ladies. Okay, right. So they were engaging with each other. Okay, so so that was interesting. So I think that she was very eager to play with me, and also the new guy was also very eager. So the three of us did kind of peel and start, you know, mm-hmm. doing what you were doing. You know, so we were kissing each other. They were kissing. I was standing in the middle, then kissing from him to her, and that was kind of how our play started. And then we did. Actually, yeah, I think both of us started sucking his cock and then we moved over to the bed. And this is when I actually bought the small vibrator for her with me, which, by the way, I charged before we left home and that particular vibrator suggested it has a four-hour runtime. It does not have a four-hour runtime because it ran out while she was playing with it. So I t- I've told you that before. I told you that the battery in that thing is dead. Yeah. You didn't seems- believe me. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to like charge it for an entire day and then just leave it on and put a timer next to it and actually see what's going on. It's just, it's getting old. I mean, that's the second welcome time she, to the world of lithium-ion batteries. That's the second time she's used that toy and it's run out on her, by the way. So yeah. I, feel, I feel at this point, and, and anyway, so we, we moved to the bed and I think we were the first ones on the bed, if I'm not wrong. Yes, and that's, that's actually what dragged us over. That's what dragged you over. So we, we get on the bed and I start, her and I start engaging with each other and he then is also coming over and we were both pleasuring her. So she was laying on her back and we were, you know, kissing her. She was then kissing him and kind of moving down and, and using the vibrator on her and, and stuff like that and playing with her clit. And that's kind of how we all started on the bed. So back over to you. Yeah, so, well, the, the, the two guys were basically playing with the girl. So it was, I mean, one, one was kissing, which was me, and the other was involved in, in going down on her, um, which was the other gentleman. So that happened for quite some, uh, happened for some time, I suppose. And then he went away to, he was ready to start having sex with her. He went away to do that. And that, then, ha- that happened quite quickly, and didn't then it? There was a lot, but there was a lot of movement in the, on the bed at that point. And I think um, you guys sort of broke up and got engaged and, at that point, you stepped backward and 
and I think he was he then decided rather than playing with the other lady that he was going to try and he was going to do you from behind uh, whilst you were I don't know whether you weren't really doing anything you just seemed to be like touching and feeling and and you know not um, necessarily sexually involved, I suppose, is the best way I could put it. Yeah, well, so what actually happened was I, I he, he actually must have been coming over to have sex with his wife, to be honest. And so, and his wife at the time was actually, actually she was sucking the cock of the other guy. And then when he came over, I was like, he said something and then I said, oh my God, yeah, you need to fuck her from behind while she's sucking the cock of the other dude. Like that's going to be super hot. Mm-hmm. And also let me just get a toy and we can do this whole, like let's let's do this whole thing. So I did become a little bit of a, a director. Just for something different. Just for something different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which was really, really hot at the time. And I, I quite enjoyed that aspect. So he was fucking his wife from behind and then she was sucking the cock of the other guy. And then I was kind of being like the, let me just get this toy and use it here and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, And at that time I was uh, going down on the other lady for, uh, for quite a period of time until she felt guilty. Basically. Did she? Did well, she, feel she actually guilty? said that. She said, I feel guilty. I did look up at one point and you, you, she was going down on you for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. She was sucking your cock for ages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Of course I enjoyed it. I mean, it was lovely. It was fantastic. It was a, it was everything that I could have hoped for and more. I thought that this particular play session, I must say, with this sixum, had a, a lot of oral in my in my experience. Would you would you say like from I feel like I sucked every guy's cock in that room. I feel like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like I, I was playing with her. There was just a lot of play. I think there was a lot of play in general. We, we were in the room for two and a half hours total. Well, so. yes, we were because I actually at one point I went back downstairs nude to get a second bottle of water to bring up and try to, <laughs> to dish out to everybody. I was like, the let me just go get refreshments, guys. I'll be back mm-hmm. in a second. Yeah, so it was a it was a, a reasonably long session with a lot of fun, uh, you know, all over the place. But uh, it was it was sexy to watch as well. So I I did actually. So with one of the gentlemen, we actually stood back for a while and we were just watching from from the the sidelines. Was that when I was sitting on faces? No. Okay. No, it was later on when one of the ladies was going down on you, and he was her husband was shaking her from behind. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. Because so it was very sexy to watch. There was a lot of lot of watching going on as well. Oh, that must have been when she was using the vibrator on me, actually. Possibly. Yeah, I think that was when she was using the vibrator. So what I will say is that during the session, one couple really must like face sitting because both of them during the session at one point or another said to me like, hey, come sit in my face. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you noticed that, but I was like, I just felt like I was climbing mountains all night. I'm like, sure, here, here I come. Pussy well, in the sounds, face. Sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm sure you struggled through it. Well, it was pretty unusual for like two, diff- two people in a session to be like, hey, come, come and sit in my face. Well, you there know? was a third who asked you. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was me. Oh. You didn't do it, though. No. No. I, I was done climbing mountains by that point in time. Yeah, I needed some I, you, isotonic you or something. basically just told me to fuck off. Oh, did I? No, not at all. <laughs> what alternate universe are you working in? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there, it was, there was a very, very sexy, sexy group and mm. sexy adventure. And at that point, I think we shifted. I actually, after, after getting head for, I'm going to say, 20 minutes, I was starting to feel guilty. And so I... I leaned up and said, you know, would you like would you like me to fuck you? And she said, "Yes, absolutely." So that's when that happened. It was it was very sexy watching watching what was going on on the other side of the bed whilst that was happening. So I think you were 
think he was go, you had a man go down on you at the time and you were kissing a woman yeah that was really sexy for me to watch in fact i ended up coming very reasonably quickly i'm gonna say and that was on the back of, i mean i'm not gonna make excuses it just happened because it was a sexy environment yeah um and i wasn't interested in holding off at that point so it, it happened it is, um, it is and a I sexy had, i then had to go and i had to go and change uh, change condoms it is a sexy environment and one of the common i guess comments or questions that we get especially from people considering the lifestyle or just people just discussing it for the first time is about that live porn element you mm-hmm. know and and i think that there is just something to be said about people just enjoying each other and enjoying themselves you know this is you have to give yourself permission to be able to actually enjoy a situation like this for starters mm-hmm. because if you're not giving yourself permission or if you're feeling elements of guilt you're obviously going to be holding back a little bit so there's that side of it but it is just it's just live porn, live porn that you're participating in and mm. it is very, very sexy and the, the sounds and the lights and everything else that go along with that is super fun. So I will – I wanted to point one thing out that happened. I was sucking his cock at one point in time and she was behind me doing something. I think there was a lady behind me doing something else and then there was people fucking on the side of the bed because I kept getting – you know, when people – when you're getting manoeuvred when you're trying to give somebody head mm-hmm. and then it's like every now and then your head just smashes into the person's, uh, you know, Elvis. pelvic bone. Yep. So that was happening, but I was giving him, I was sucking his cock mm-hmm. and I was looking up intensely at him and I don't know whether you were watching this happening, no. but I put, I was put my hand, I was rubbing my hand up his chest and like over his nipple and then up to his shoulder and it wasn't forceful, like it was a little bit harder than you would normally do, I guess. Like it wasn't sensual, it was much more of an animalistic, like I'm sucking your cock right now and I'm mm-hmm. going to do a great job. Mm-hmm. And he was really enjoying that. So he was like grabbing my hand and moved it closer to his collarbone and closer to his neck mm-hmm. to indicate like, hey, I'm okay with this and this is, you know, this is fine. If you want to do that, like you can put a bit more pressure on this. So while I was sucking his cock for ages, by the way, and felt like I was doing a really good job, so I'm just going to like give myself a bit of a pat on just the back. Just throw some props out there oh, for man. yourself, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I was putting in. I really do. Like I feel like I was After really – climbing mountains, yeah. Yep. Great job. I was putting in. And um, and so that was really interesting. And we were doing that for quite a while. So he was, you know, very much into that more like I was looking at him, sucking his cock, you know, putting my hand, more pressure on his collarbone and around his neck area. And what I realized the next morning when I woke up is that he likes teeth on his cock and I totally forgot about that. Mm. So I was like, missed opportunity. Totally. I, I wish I'd have remembered that, you know, because yeah. – and, and then I was thinking, I made a little joke in my mind. I'm like, hmm. How do you remember what each of your sex partners wants? You know, just long, just I guess after playing with them for a while, right? Yep, absolutely. But yeah, so that was interesting. And then I was like, oh, that's why he likes it that way because he also likes a bit of teeth as well. So he's really he, – he likes that harder element. Yep. And I was like, damn it, I totally forgot. Yeah, so it turns out even though you gave yourself props, you weren't very good. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying <laughs> that there was opportunities for improvement. Perfect. Yeah. So look at that point, I suppose for me, it was, uh, yeah, so I'd actually already come in and had um, at that point changed, uh, changed condoms and was going back for round two. But I think somebody, oh, that's right. The husband of the lady I was with actually came over and he was trying to get involved. Now to explain there, there were some issues in the room that, that actually ended up driving a, a, a slowdown for me as well in terms of my because normally I'm back to back to full status basically straight away. I was starting to try and figure out how I could maneuver the other gentlemen to get them into a more appropriate position so they would feel comfortable and 
and relaxed and you know start uh, start having a little more fun than they were having at that point but uh, which took its toll on me unfortunately which right. was uh, not not the first time that's happened but you know I've I've already been engaged with somebody so there were there's in, in most cases people expect a bit of a downtime but um, for me it's not it's not typical that that's the case. It does happen, but it's not typical. So with uh, with trying to help them out, we you know, I ended up with a with a flaccid penis as well because I'm walking around the room trying to not 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 walking around the room, but trying to manoeuvre people so that they're back with their their partners and feeling a little more comfortable, I suppose. And um, yeah, so that that was where I mean I'm sure you've got some bits to add in there as well. Yeah, so I want to probably talk about what I said to you last after we it's like to finish up because I think that's a that's a really important point to discuss i want to talk about that after we talk about the play i mean that's basically where we that's basically where i wrapped up like i know that you also had sex with the other lady um and then later in the evening you had you took me from behind as well well. i think you're missing one of the one of the interesting one of the interesting points which was uh, she was giving me head whilst using a vibrator on you and then um then she turned around to focus on you she stood up to do that she's standing beside the bed and that's when i um, actually started fucking her from behind. Yeah. So that was uh, that was I think a prompter for the for the comment that you made actually, mm-hmm. and it's important that people understand that that was very that was a very sexy thing for me to watch uh, to to have her involved with you and me at the same time, and then um, maneuver to you and you you were actually I mean you as far as I could tell you actually came while she was doing that. I, I did. There was a moment where where it was almost derailed because that particular vibrator is very, very strong. Intense. Wrong, yeah. and, and she just had it. I think because she was, yeah, because she was sucking your cock at the same time. So yeah. clearly, so she was doing two things at once. She did so a great job. I mean, I'm really, really impressed with that. I know, actually. I know. And then I think it just like the vibrator just slipped firmly on my clit, yeah, and, under the, and I was like under the hood, and, and I was like, whoop. I did yep. a little like, hold on, too much, too much, yep. like back it off. <laughs> but she managed to recover from that quite nicely and got you off, and and I then um, started started fucking her from behind. Yeah, and then later when you were fucking me from behind over the top of the bed, I know that she was then back playing with her husband and I think the other couple was engaging with each other as well. Um, But there was also, I know that people did stop and have a bit of a watch for a while. So I think people were taking a break and watching us fucking for a bit as well. So, yep. But um, all in all though. Um, And then just to finish off the evening, I finished by coming in my wife. Ah. Second time round. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. So that was, I think it was super sexy, six amazing people that in the room felt very comfortable together or mostly yep. comfortable together. I think that that's not always the case, you know, uh, where people, especially if you don't know people, there's not, you know, you haven't met them or there's not like chemistry or whatever. That can be a bit difficult. It's like some of the questions also that we get asked is like, well, what happens if, you know, we don't have a hell of a lot of chemistry with one of the couples? Like, what do we do? How do we maneuver that? But this... This time, it just it just seemed to work really well. I would have to say it was super yep. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. I really enjoyed it. I had a whole really lot of fun, fun, with the exception of this portion we're about to talk about. Yeah, and um, so really fun. They're great people. And actually, the next day we got a, we got a text message that night saying like, "Thanks, had a great time," which was really lovely. And the next day, they actually invited us to a pool party on this Friday. So we're going to go see them again. So I'm really excited. The fact that they're like keen to catch up with us, I think that's really lovely. And I look forward to like spending a bit of time. Getting to know them a little bit better. Yeah, aside absolutely. from just fucking, fucking them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we did manage to uh, manage to have a 
have a some decent conversation, but it was we were kind of separated a bit. So I had conversations with him exactly and her That's what I mean. separately, but it didn't we never as a four, as a group of four had yeah. a good conversation. So I'm looking forward to it as well. He's, he's quite a nerd like me. So yeah, me me too. And you're right. Like when ha- when you've got six people or eight people or whatever around the and room, of course. What exactly what we're going to do now is now that we've found you know a group of six people really enjoy company. We're going to leave the country. Leave the fucking country. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing. So let's take, a, let's take a quick break and let's come back with a very insensitive, stupid comment that I made uh, throughout the stupid, evening. Stupid I won't take. I think unthought would, okay. be, would be the yeah. word I'd right. use. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. Okay, so let's get on to this comment let's and get where, onto it. where it's at. Yeah, okay. So, there, you know, years and years ago, I remember that we spoke about a couple where she said something to her partner mid-play and I remember talking on the podcast about the outrage that we both faced hearing her say that and and uh, the next day, you know, I was re- really reflective. Well, I was reflecting on what I said that evening, but the next day I really started reflecting on it and, you know, how what what happened to make me think, say that out loud because in my mind I'm like I would never say that out loud. So let me just let me just cut to the chase, guys. What happened was that when Daryl had finished playing with some of the other ladies, you know, there's a lot of play. He came around and started to engage with me, and he had a semi-erect penis kind of when he got to me. And then as we started to engage with each other, as he said before, his cock went flaccid. And because I had up until this point only been engaging with like oral with people, um, I felt like nobody else really wanted to like fuck me. And plus the fact that we haven't played with people for a while and plus wine, I'm not making excuses. What I said at this juncture was horrendous. And if you're out there listening from podcast land and you hear this and you go, Kate, that was a really insensitive thing to say. I'm with you 100%. I agree. Um, it was out, It's outrageous and I'm pissed off at myself. What I want to say to Daryl is I'm sorry for saying it. I think it was super insensitive. I think it was ill-placed and it came from a position that had I actually sat back and thought about it a little bit, I wouldn't have said it. It's just that I just let my emotion come straight through my mouth hole and said, what's going on? So basically I said to Daryl, it's you, you've, you've managed to fuck other women. You've been hard for other women, but you're not hard for me. That's basically what I said to you in a nutshell, and I apologise profusely for it. It's uncalled for. Yeah, I, I agree. Entirely uncalled for and, and actually really hurt my my feelings and my pride while I was doing that and, in, in fact, actually drove then the final interaction with you that I felt was a necessity rather than than being something that uh, that I obviously wanted to do, which I did want to do anyway, but it, it it's interesting how a comment like that can change your perspective from that of being of wanting to be you know of of it, you know you still want to be involved but it's just uh it, it goes from being well i really want to you know i really want to finish with with kate and and that never goes away but for it to be well i have to yeah it felt like an obligation whether, whether i want to or not or whether i've i've just you know broken my penis in three different ways yeah i i am required now to be able to um, one uh, no matter what the interaction that's going on around me, uh, regain an erection, and and two, I have to get, I have to be involved with her as the last person in the room. Yeah. So it was, it was shit. It was really shit, and it really hurt my feelings. And this is the first time we've discussed it. And I, I need you to know that it was, it was something that I, um, if if I ever hear again in future, I will be leaving the room immediately. Yeah. And I actually do have to, I do have to say about that because honestly, if I am amazed at your ability to 
hear what I said to you, realize maybe that it's coming, it's not, it's not the usual Kate or I don't know what you, I mean, you can, maybe you can tell me what your thoughts were like that was coming from a, a weird place. But um, I think you're very lucky that there was a mirror in the vicinity and I managed to look at it and think, you know, I'm not feeling the best about myself right now. And I'm sure Kate isn't, isn't either. And I'm hopeful that that's where it come, it came from. I did have to walk away from you. I don't know whether you noticed that, mm-hmm. but I did have to walk away and go over. I went, I, I mysteriously went back over to our bag to pick up something that didn't exist, but I needed to get away from that. Yeah. Otherwise, I was going to. I would have had to have leave, left the room. Yeah. And if I did that, that would have put paid to everything and, and really destroyed the night for everyone. I think to end it on on yeah. a negative note. So, hundred percent. I made the decision to walk away to gather my thoughts and to try and to try and recover because I mean, as any man in the room can say, if you're the one. You know who who is identified as not being the person with the hard cock when it's required. Um, that is an immediate pressure that you have on yourself. You know, um, and and look, I'm I have to say I'm I'm very very lucky in that regard in a lot of ways that I don't have to deal with that. And and generally, it's not I'm I'm not the man in the room that has to deal with that. But in this particular instance, that any any blood that was in that in in that area at that point was very swiftly removed immediately yeah um, i understand so it only makes things worse as well and and again thankfully and i can only say thank thank you to the to the body control gods i, I still managed to, the ability to to regain regain myself after that and and finish the way i, I always wanted to but uh, it was it made it a much steeper climb i'm sure than than what it would have been if if that comment wasn't made and and look, I'm not going to sit here and, and honestly sit here and make actual excuses because, like I said, what what I said was insensitive. And you know, if you've been listening to us for many many years, you've heard us many times talk about how to try and help your partner get through maybe some of those difficult situations. But I, I didn't do that. I, I failed to do that. I failed as a as a good swinging partner. So and in fact, the next step after that, and the the reason that I or just before that, the reason that I actually. Um, got hard is the is the reason I described before, which was the fact that uh, you had a woman who was who was playing with me and you at the same time, and I watched you come, and that is actually the thing that got me back to the point where I could then fuck mm. her from behind. Yeah. Um. So it was uh, the irony of all of this is the reason that I was able to regain myself and then play with another woman is because of you and because of the fact that I found it very sexy that you yeah. were playing with her. So it was, again, a, I suppose for me, another stab in the eye around that because it was like, well, actually the reason that I'm back to here is because of you and because of me seeing you in the way that I like to see you. And, yeah. You know, so, yeah, it was, it was shit. Yeah. Really shit. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses, but what I, what I will say is that my mind, was de- my mind at that point and where I was at was definitely coming from a place of, yeah, not, not feeling fantastic, warning my partner, feeling a little bit left out, I guess, and then, you know, I guess also not having that interaction with any of the other guys and then I guess you just took the, the brunt of that, which was just a really shitty thing. Well, the other guys were, were, were struggling to some point as well and actually then at that point partnered up effectively with, mm. their, with their partners, which is why, you know, which is why I, I'm, I'm going to use the word, which is why I ended up with, you know, trying to trying to have sex with you, even though I, even though there were things that were trying to stop me as well, and that there was other people in the room that I was manoeuvring to get them into a position where they were okay with their partners, yeah. and my head was on that. And then I came back and I was like, okay, well, 
now I now I want to I obviously want to have sex with Kate and that couldn't happen because I would I was my head was in another place and then the one of the couples broke split and that's where she started playing with you and me and and that's when it all changed again yeah. and that was why I recovered as quickly as I did when yeah. that happened and yeah yeah so it was yeah I, I don't I don't know it was very disappointing yeah it is disappointing um like I said I'm amazed that you stayed in the room definitely think that I'm, I'm glad that you probably see saw that heard it and and whilst you were hurt still had the capability to say clearly that's not Kate's usual persona clearly that's coming from some other weird place and you know whilst you're hurt you were able to kind of just put that aside for the evening and finish it up and that did happen very close to the end of the evening anyway yeah. but I'm not, I'm not proud of myself for, for the way I reacted but certainly it could have been a lot worse the, the the thing that I am proud of is that I left it two days before I even asked you about it after the fact to try and give you some time to yeah and to I, think about it and I was definitely thinking about it and because I and think your reaction that night would have been very different if I had aborted it up that night and both of us would have been yeah because you know, I was still very angry at that point absolutely and we were playing until like 4 30 in the morning so you know you've got some tiredness involved in there as well so no sleep deprivation alcohol and and just general physical tiredness yeah. from the event yeah, yeah. so it's difficult to have a, a pretty balanced conversation with a very emotional brain obviously mm-hmm. so yeah that's so that's what happened guys um um, just wanted to we wanted to talk about well, I really wanted to talk about that on the podcast one to openly apologize to Daryl for my super insensitive comment two to explain and to showcase the fact that shit gets real sh- we get stuff wrong um, and we're sitting behind these microphones and again I'll, I'll go back to the fact that we've told you many times over the years how to manage this and I didn't do it so I just want to you know mention that I was beating myself up for 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 the next day and the day after really thinking about it like what how could I say that to Daryl? How could I say that to my partner? You know, but also thinking I'm lucky that Daryl is pretty level-headed. And so one of the things as well is, you know, if you do say it, come together, maybe wait a bit and and then discuss it. Don't necessarily try and uh, solve solve your problems, solve the world that, that evening. Sorry, that's really all I can say. Uh, thank you for the apology. Yeah. So so that's it from us, guys. We want to talk about that six, and we hope that you found some sexiness in our play. We hope that you found some value at the end there. Please feel free to reach out to us if you want to discuss a similar situation that's happened to you before. And look, feel free. Uh, generally, when, I, you know, when I'm the one who's fucking up, I, I get uh, a cacophony <laughs> of emails from people yeah. telling me how much of a bad person I am. Feel free to offer that to Kate as well if you'd like. I mean, I know it won't be the case because she's a, she is truly a lovely human being, and this is uh, one of those instances where she made a mistake and, you know, I love her for her, for her good and love her even more for her for, for the things that she gets wrong. It's just how life works sometimes. But certainly the apology is very nice to hear and the education about what came out of that is, is even more nice to hear. So, But, yeah, feel free, you know, if you just want to send her a, sh- a shit in the post pack <laughs> in the mail, that would be great. <laughs> Just like a big turd. Just a big hairy turd. Why Just a big is it hairy that whenever turd. I think in my mind about turds, I'm like a big hairy turd seems to be like a next level up. I don't know why that is. Yeah, it's because typically, you know, that's what the, that's what a dog will drop out. Okay. Big hairy turd. Big hairy turd. Yep. So, guys, that's been another episode of Swinging Down Under. We will come back soon with more episodes and a little bit about what's happening with us. See you guys. Bye. If you're looking for more ways to interact with Swinging Down Under, you can catch us on Twitter at Swing Down Under. You can also catch us on Instagram, Swinging Down Under, 
or head over to our website, swingingdownunder.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you would like to send us an email, jump online, do it at cnd at swingingdownunder.com. If you've got podcast topics, questions, you want to talk about your journey, you can also support the podcast through our website by clicking through on any of the affiliate links or alternatively to jumping over to patreon.com forward slash swingingdownunder and sponsoring the podcast. If you can't do any of those things, but just want to make a feel good day, leave us a five-star review. Cheers, everyone. And thank you again for supporting Swinging Down Under podcast.